Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Maria Shield. How are you doing? Hiya, guys. How's it going? We're doing good. Well, I'm doing good. I can't speak for her. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. It's Monday. <laughs> Talk for both of us. So, um, tell us, who is Maria? Tell us all about you. Jumping right, jumping right in. Um, so, I am based in the West of Ireland, a singer-songwriter, um, and I have um, been uh, writing and making music for probably the guts of oh, my door is back in there. The guts of um, well, you know, twenty years really, I suppose. Um, and worked with different types of music, you know, different genres. Um, uh, I have my own online record label. Um, and through that, I have worked kind of within the electronica spectrum. Yep. Uh, and so recently, I've kind of gone back to traditional songwriting um, with my guitar and have uh, just strangely released my um, first album, <laughs> which is technically what they call a debut, I believe. But it's it's um, a country kind of country album really. Yeah. So um, and there's lots of reasons behind that. So which is why I'm kind of here with you guys, really. You know. <laughs> yeah. And we're glad you're here. Yes. Glad to be here. <laughs> so being in Ireland, um, the country music scene is probably um, a lot more natural than it is in certain countries. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's, I mean, there has always been a big country music scene in Ireland, you know. It hasn't necessarily always been to everybody's cup of tea, you know, the younger generations or anything. But um, it nevertheless is, it, it has its own scene, you know, and yeah. I think it's a large part of that is because, um, uh, where Ireland is situated in Europe, I think, generally speaking, musically, culturally, even perhaps, it's always leaned a bit more towards America rather than England, really. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I think that's why the country kind of thing is, is is way stronger here than it would be in England, you know? I think it takes a lot from, from American influences, the Irish travelling to America for eons, really, you know, as well, so... Yeah. Um, you think historically like you know like ballads are more in, in Ireland and stuff like that and a lot of them kind of migrated to the US if you will do you think that's kind of part of the uh, the integration if you will of, of that yeah of the, the, the two music well it's sure I mean I, I, I well you know I think this is this is one of the reasons I, I kind of got to 
you know, to the point of really wanting to make this kind of album, apart from the fact of growing up with, you know, Irish parents that just were really into country, you know, and we'd listen to a lot of old country. Dad would, you know, tell us stories and, and my grandparents and, you know, obviously tell us stories about their relations coming and going to America. Um, and I think historically, if you go back and chat and um, look back on the structure of the song, really, you know, and if you look at the country song in general, you will, I, I, you'll hear kind of a lot of the same structures really in old Irish ballads or Scottish ballads, you know. So I, and I think country music maybe, as people might know it in America, I kind of, I think, has largely evolved from, from the Irish and Scots and Celts going to, to the States really, you know, mm. and somehow those songs have mixed and, you know, you know, I think there's a, you know, first chorus, first chorus, you know. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting. I think there's an interesting connection there. Yeah, know, music. When you hear some of the older countries, you know, they're like those ballads. And there's one ballad, I don't remember the name of it, but it started in, I think it was Ireland, and it came to the U.S. And it was really the way of, I guess, telling news. And that's kind of how it started. And that's, it was so interesting to kind of read that little I don't remember where I read this this blurb on, on you know music and I was just like that was so cool to see and yeah absolutely I mean there is um, there's a fantastic story and um, trying to think of the songs it's one of those real famous old country songs um, oh it's the one. There's, there's a lot of kind of murder ballads, you know, in those old country songs. You know, a lot of those, like, Knoxville Girl, maybe? I think it might be the Knoxville Girl or one of those songs. There's, there's, a, there's a very strong story behind it. And funny thing is, it, it, it was based on, yes, exactly what you say, news telling the news of the day, but these gory news stories. So back in the day, in England particularly as well, where, where you know, you, people would be hung, drawn and quartered, you know, on the corner of the crossroads and things like that. So there would be songwriters that would go and they'd, they'd tell the story of the hanging, you know, um, in song and verse and actually write it out. And then they'd move to the next time where the text hanging would be. And they'd literally just change the words around to suit the person that was being um, hung, really. And, and they think this is how the involvement of, I don't know if it's the Knoxville Girl, but it's one of those sorts of ballads, you know, how it's evolved. Um, wish I could think of the name now, but you know, and it became the song it was that was sung um, apparently, like when Dolly Parton was growing up. Because I listened to, you know, I was listening to a podcast there recently, and, and she she was talking about it that her 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 mother used to sing those those kind of songs growing up. And of course, Parton, you know, if you think about the the surname Parton, it's um, it's it's got a, it's a very Scottish sounding surname, you know, Scots English or whatever. So it's so interesting. I think the whole thing is so. Yeah. You know, yes. Well, country music is a very sad genre at times. You know, yeah. when they do a sad song, they know how to bring an audience to tears. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when they, you know, yeah. when, when they really, when they really put out a sad song. So, um, yeah, country music is definitely, definitely tells stories of you know many different things. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Storytelling. Isn't it really At his best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally.
Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, I, anyway, that, that was from, what question did you ask there? That was about the, uh, the news, isn't it? Telling the news, really, a way of telling the news back in the day, yeah. yeah. That's a great way of telling the news. I think you should do the news like that now. And of course, the Irish would travel, or you know, Scots or whoever would travel to the states, you know, from 1600s, 1700s on, and you know, they would bring their instruments with them, and of course, they would bring their songs with them, mm. you know, um, as a way of feeling close to their own countries, you know. And I mean, mm. you know, a lot of those families that moved that couldn't afford, you know, chunks of big you know, swathes of plains of nice land in the middle of America, you know, they'd be gone up to the mountains and stuff, to the poorer land, you know, and it's where you, you know, get a lot of the, the involvement of bluegrass music and country from them, you know, and then singing yeah. and dancing, and I mean, it's fascinating, really. So, yeah, I wanted to make an album kind of um, sort of trying to tap into that a bit, really, with my own yeah. relations that would have travelled over to America, you know, a lot, a lot of both of my parents families went to the state. Mm. So you said your your parents listened to country music when you were younger. What mm. sort of artists did they listen to? Well that you know um that you know we one of my first gigs believe it or not was Johnny Cash. Like we, we he used to he brought us to Johnny Cash when we were really small kids when you you know oh look at that <laughs> Who's he it? Won't, he won't settle. He's wandering around and wandering around. So I have Aww. to pick him up. Yes, Johnny Cash, the Carter family, you know, um, he loved Hank Williams. Um, he loved a lot of the old classics like, you know, uh, well, obviously we had loads of Dolly in the house, Marty Robbins, you know, um, Don Williams, um, with some Willie Nelson, some Merle Haggard, um, who was the other one? Tex Ritter, you know, so a lot of those old classics, you know, yeah. um, the gunfighter ballads, you know, that pink album cover, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, he liked crooners and he'd make tapes, cassette tapes, and then when we'd go on holidays in the car, he'd play them. You know, so yeah. this is so interesting. This was about you know, and and then you know, there would be songs, but I, I I'm not sure. Now my brother would kill me because he's a he's a real he's a real aficionado. You know, he's a vinyl collector. But there'd be songs, you know, like um, there's a pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know, these sorts of random songs, but I'd never know who would sing them, you know, um, and they'd be on the tapes. And um, Saginaw, Michigan, and, you know, and these, you know, so he put them on with Irish music then, you know, with, with some real cool trad bands of the day. And the yeah. sort of mixture would already be there, sort of evolving as your kids, you know, so you've got the country artists and then you've got the, the Irish sort of roots music. You know, so it's uh, so when you think about it, it's it's, it's all about um, the roots, isn't it? Yeah, roots music, really. It's all the same sort of thing. I mean, yeah. you, you talk about Don Williams and Marty Rob, uh, Marty Robbins. My my mum liked them, and my grandmother liked them, and my aunt all had this that, that sort of you know 
albums and stuff like that. So yeah, it's really of it of its time of the, those generations and that you know. Yeah. Um. I yeah they liked. Do you know what it was? They really liked melody and good song and good you know pop, kind of pop songs actually in a way. Good, a good, you know, some, you can get some good country songs that are good pop songs. You really, you've got a well-written, really hooky, good melodies, you know. So, um, you know, we had loads and loads of, like, um, Buddy Holly, Buddy v, Bobby V, Elvis, Ricky Nelson, Gene Pitney, you know, mm. Mama Cass. We had all of these 60s uh, pop icons as well that he also took us to see in concert as kids believe it or not you know um so pop was a big thing you know kind of good uh, you know the good written well-written song you know the yeah and that stuff you know mm. classic tune there's a lot of country nowadays that has that that crossover isn't there you know there's a real fine line i think between a lot of the genres so you know it's it's not always easy to pin something into a complete genre because it can be a, a combination of you know quite a few different quite a few different ones so yeah that's true i don't know about today's country much you know like i'm not really sure about it because i don't know enough about it i mean yeah. the stuff that i hear that the kind of swaggery kind of stuff that's all slick and shiny and stuff um I'm not sure about, you know, I like, I tend to go back in time, although I like some of the, I really like some of the new artists coming through. Like I really, when, when Casey Musgraves first came out, I really liked her. I really liked what she, what she stood for, you know, yeah. talk, you know, singing about trailer parks, you know, smoking a doob, you know, um, loved her accent, loved her attitude. Fantastic singer. I mean, her voice is just, I think fantastic, you know, and then she won all those Grammys, which is great as well. But she has sort of crossed over a little bit. She's kind of going the Taylor Swift sort of way, I think, a little bit, you know, the pop kind mm. of way. Um, but there's a couple of um, other ones out there, you know. Um, like I've just come across Nikki Lane recently. She's just fantastic, you know. Um, yeah. She's supposed to be this new outlaw kind of version, you know, female version of outlaw, you know. So, um, you know... Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's being able to find it. I think when, when you're away from the States, it's harder to find sort of new acts and, and yeah. you know, what's what's going on in the country world sometimes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. being in the States makes it so much easier in that aspect because the more I learn of, of other countries and, and their access to the music, it's usually when there's either concerts or, or special things coming over with people that they learn of these new artists that are country that may have been out for years on our end, but you know, never made their way on the air, what air radio waves over there and mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah. It's yeah. Very- yeah. So uh, yeah. So have you ever been to CW? No, C2C, and he's just, and he's just, <laughs> blah, 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 what? <laughs> uh, yeah, a Have you ever been to <laughs> country to country? I know, I know. And uh, it's like, I haven't, no. And because it, it's a massive thing that happens in Dublin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been, I went every year 
for about four or five years and then did you because they they kept repeating artists which was a bit you know okay does it only happen in dublin is it thing is it a thing that just happens in dublin yeah it's dublin uh in uh london and scotland i think they were bringing a a european country as well because it was beginning to get that big but it's a a three-day indoor festival it's great fun so you don't get wet you don't get muddy and you get amazing music so yeah (laughs) you see i've only i'm not really kind of only came across it in the last few years you know what I mean because I kind of was doing other things yeah making other types of music um living elsewhere living in Dublin actually for, for a large part of it so even funnily enough even though you're there on the doorstep but it, it's so mm-hmm. so big Dublin and it's so you know there's so much stuff going on anyway you know and I was going down another path at the time so I only came across it in the last few years but you know, there was a couple of artists on there. I thought, oh, damn, because I think Casey Musgraves came a couple of years on it. And I think, I think she has been, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, there's always, you know, I, I think even uh, what's his name? Um, oh, um, the guy that sang that Buck Owens with Buck Owens. What's his name? Um, thousand miles from nowhere. That one. Who's his? Yoakum. Yeah, Dwight Yoakam came a couple of times, I think, as yeah. well. Yeah, he's been as well, yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, God, are you know, kind of missed it. But now, of course, nobody is seeing anything. No, no, it's so, been cancelled again this year, and they know. I've, I've yeah. seen that, so... Yeah, it's just, just nothing happening anywhere, so... It's yeah. a bit of a Same with the States. There's, like, no major festivals going on here or anything, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, what times we live in, really, yeah. isn't it? Wow, it's just... It's scary, actually. Very bizarre. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. It's all good fun. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, this is the fun part. I love this part. <laughs> so this is our quick fire questions, okay? They're really, really easy. They're just questions so people get to know you as a person rather than you as the artist type thing. Right. So they're really, really. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be worried. Everybody's like the reason. What's your darkest secret? Oh, <laughs> yeah, but we'll add that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just for you. Just for you. Yeah. Okay. Fire okay. away. Okay. Early bird or night owl? Oh well, you know, I think generally speaking, it would have to be night owl. I think, although. I can be pretty good in the day. And once I, you know, if you get a good night's sleep and you're up and out, nothing better like that. Yeah. Fresh air. But there's nothing like being creative in the nighttime. Yes. I'm probably more creative. My brain sort of works better than the nighttime. Um, beach or countryside? Well, you see, we live on, on West of Ireland here. Beaches are to die for. You know, the weather is Baltic, but the beaches are great. <laughs> I love the ocean. I love the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. It's my favourite ocean. Um, but Ireland is very green, very it country. So it, it's it's really a split for me. Country and beach is a split. But I think I'd probably go be I go ocean. Go ocean, ocean yeah. perfect. What's yeah. your favourite season? I like winter actually. <laughs> yeah. the open like the snow, huh? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like winter for. Um, I love the sun. No question about it. Yeah, and I'm hopefully going to live in it at some stage, you know, on a more permanent basis. But um, I think if you get a good winter where it's icy cold and you can be tucked away inside and 
it can, those bright sunny days, it can also be very conducive to writing. Yeah. You know, yeah. good points and bad points. <laughs> yeah. What's your biggest fear? Oh, uh, my biggest fear. Um, my biggest fear. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, weird enough. I mean, my biggest fear. Um... I don't know how to answer that question. Why don't I know how to answer that? I suppose because I have plenty of fears, really. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, um, you know, biggest is a big word, isn't it, I suppose? It is, yeah. It's a big okay. word. Name a fear. I don't want to say it. It begins with S and ends in fighters. Okay. <laughs> you get that, then. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I'm trying to get really good, better at it. As you, you know, wow, when they move fast. <laughs> yeah, this is a whoops. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite holiday? Summer. Summer. Summer and being out in the hot evenings, late with your friends. It stays really bright over here in Ireland. In this part of west uh, west of Ireland, it's the lightest in Europe. It stays the lightest, the latest. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you don't get the sun. Sometimes it doesn't go dark till eleven, right? Yeah. It can stay light eleven. And sometimes, if you go out to Ackle, and it doesn't get dark at all. It <gasps> just goes a dark blue, and then gets light again. In the oh wow! Mm. That annoys me. I never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favourite drink? I love water and IPA. IPA? IPA is like... Oh, the beer? Yeah. The beer, yeah. And they are, there are loads of them in America, and I love them. They're okay. delicious. There you go. I was a bit, bit off-key there for a minute. Um, left or right-handed? Right. Favourite animal? Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Favourite colour? If you could talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to talk about? Mm. I'm finding this is a tough question for people. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. It's good to get to thinking. I mean, you know, when you say dead or alive, I think people, well, I immediately think it's dead, don't you? Because you think, well, they've gone, what would you say? You know, I mean, I... Leonard Cohen is probably uh, was probably my main um, influence lyrically going way back when I was a kid. I just loved the way he sang and the way he you know wrote lyrics. You know, they're very deep and meaningful. Mm-hmm. So I guess he'd be one person I'd like to sit with and have a brandy or something, you know. And but I don't know what I talk to him about because he might feel a bit shy or something because he was so good, you know. But another person I tell you who I would love to love to go out for a beer with would be George Michael and I really really regret never seeing him live because you know from the pop side of things I 
just mm. really enjoyed his music, you know. I really enjoyed some of his, his, his tunes, you know. Mm. And um, he was quite a funny guy, apparently. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. What's one of your hobbies? Painting. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Painting, doing um, drawing. Um, I'm not doing enough of it at the moment, but I did it all for the album, the, the, the recent album. I painted all the artwork for it and then made up some prints, sent it out. So I do like that. Yeah. If you could be a musical, what musical would you be? Musicals. Well, uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof is that musical? <laughs> I don't know. Um, is that musical? What would I be? Musical? Uh, Calamity Jane. <laughs> whip crack away, whip crack away, whip crack away. <laughs> <laughs> flying, flying over the plains in a stagecoach. Why not? Yes. Oh. I love that one. <laughs> if you're a mythical creature, what creature would you be? A phoenix. Definitely. Rising from the ashes. Talk about mm -hmm. the stuff I've had to overcome. Oh. Yeah, so I've definitely risen out of the ashes a few times, I'd say. So, yeah. I like that. That's a good one. Mm. If you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Do you know what? I don't know if I know many Disney characters. Does Tom and Jerry count? Is that Disney? Uh, they are Warner Bros, but that's fine. Okay, well... well, well you, you can be Tom, one of Tom and Jerry. I want to I, I be Jerry, the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> the little mouse because he's always like pulling the whiskers of Tom running around the place he runs really fast goes to little holes and you know always makes silly little sounds and he's cheeky and he, he always wins the fight it always makes me yeah, always wins the fight and you always hear you always hear the sound effects don't you you know when he pulls the whiskers like sound effects to our show I know, there you go. <laughs> oh. What's your favourite snack? Ooh. Favourite snack? Um, I love a Kit Kat. Mm. I love a two bar Kit Kat that comes out of the fridge where you can go. <gasps> <laughs> nice. Love it, love a Kit Kat. Did you know, now listen to this, if you, on the fingers of a Kit Kat, if you bite off each end, yeah. you can pull it in your tea, you can suck your tea through it, and then you've got both when you eat the finger itself. So you like this, so what you're basically saying is one can have a Kit Kat straw? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have to try this now. Yes. Genius. It's probably a move coffee now. Yeah. Well, I don't know, it might work with coffee, but... <laughs> I like drinking <laughs> coffee. <laughs> The chocolate tastes different in America, I think. Do you, you get Kit Kats in America, yeah? Yes, and I think you're right. It, it does taste. A lot of times uh, here they use a lot more um, corn syrup in their chocolate making or um, more milks and things like that to make it more milky versus the regular cocoa beans and th the cacao beans and things like that. Yeah. Oh, Big difference. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Because so, yeah. They don't have Cadbury's. Do they not have Cadbury's over there? No, Cadbury's, yeah, you know what I mean. And also, a note for you, Paula, Cadbury's, Cadbury's Spain, Cadbury's England, and Cadbury's Ireland, totally different. If you ever get to Ireland again, do Cadbury's Ireland, because I'll tell you what, you'll die and go to heaven. Having a Cadbury's chocolate bar in Ireland is the be-all and end-all. Oh my God, I need to go there now. Actually, I've got a friend who lives in in Ireland, so I'm going to, well, she lives in the Republic. But, she must uh, send you one, she must send you one. I'm going to talk to her. I need chocolate, I need Dublin chocolate. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's cool. So if you could give us a song recommendation, one song that you would think that everyone has to listen to, what would it be? Of all time, is it? Not of all time, of like one of those songs that like you have to listen to like before you die type of thing. Oh. You know, like I would probably tell everyone to listen to Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You. Just Uh, yeah, really. Oh yeah, she's fabulous, Dolly, isn't she? Well, look, I mean... It's cheesy. It's cheeseball as hell, I'm going to say. But look, <laughs> it is what it is. And I remember, you know, when I was a nipper and I heard this song come out, I thought it was the best thing ever and I could not stop dancing. And that was George Michael, right, with his song called Freedom. But not the second freedom he did, but the first freedom, you know. I don't want your freedom. That one by um, Wham. Absolutely superb pop song. One of the best pop songs ever written, I think, in my opinion. I love Wham. Yeah, and if you blast that song loud, I will defy you not to tap your foot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a challenge. (laughs) And the other one, actually, I've been listening to lately, which is is really gets me moving as well, is um, Dua Lipa, Levitating. Such a great song. I don't know if you've heard it or if you know Dua Lipa, but um, she is smooth as hell, the way she sings, you know, and this song is almost a perfectly crafted pop song as well. Uh-huh. There we go. There's two amazing songs that everybody needs to stop listening to. I don't know, but, you know, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like them, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know, we can get them, uh, get people listening to them, that'd be cool. <laughs> okay, so, your last two, the, your last question... I can't talk to you, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, your last question. Who is your favourite CWC host? What's he done? This? C-W-C- Crazy Women Country, yeah. Host. Oh, well. Jim. <laughs> I know. No, I... Yeah, yeah, no. One mustn't answer that question. One must go, One must not answer that question. One must say you are both equally as good as each other. Yeah, no, sorry, I'm a bit of a That's cool. That's cool. Donna's got a cat, and her cat has had more votes than anybody, than any of us two on the show. Okay. He appears on the regular basis. Right back. Oh, you get the cat. You get the cat. Because he always turns up. Tigger always appears. You're like, no, what are you doing? I was trying to eat. What's the cat called? This is Tigger. Tigger. Tigger is a love muffin. He likes to give cuddles. He's so gorgeous. Oh, and uh, what's your dog called? Tigger and... Uh, my dog is called Bilbo. Bilbo got... from Lord of the Rings? Yes. Well, I never named him because... Long story short, his owner passed away. I was looking after him and he just stayed. So they named him Bill, but I wasn't going to change his name. But yeah. Oh, lovely name. He's cool. He's a gorgeous little dog. But yeah, I've, I've got three and Dawn's got hundreds. I don't have hundreds, only six. Oh, six. <laughs> yeah. Cats. They're all little. No, 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 no six cat. dogs. You've got six dogs? Yes. And one cat. Wow, they're about the size of the cat. They're they're little chihuahuas. Don't take up that much room. They take up like the size of one dog, you know. (laughs) One Alsatian sized dog, and you put them all in there. You see, big German Shepherd or you know, big lab or something. Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) A lot of noise. Six dogs. Yes, sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, they do that pack howling thing where they all start howling. It's it's hysterical sometimes, but sometimes you're like shh. Yeah. That seems that seems like a very chilled for me. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I 
That'd be so funny. That'd be so funny. What, what, what about what, what, what song do you think everyone has listened to? Oh, that's a hard one. Either one of you. Oh, I, you can I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. I think people should be listening to Mickey Guyton's sister. Who? Mickey Guyton. Her song, Sister. I'm addicted to that song at the moment. Okay, I'm going to look that one up. Yeah, don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a she, lot of great songs. Cool. Yeah, she's oh, done some right. amazing songs. So, uh, yeah, people should be listening. Great. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. So what does 2021 hold for you? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it, really? Uh, yeah. Where we're at at the minute. Well, obviously the big thing was the Fire in the Sea album that I did last year, uh, like towards the end of the year. Um, which is what I was saying at the beginning about the transatlantic Americana one. So... You know, I hadn't done any kind of music like that up until that point. So I um, made a limited edition sort of gatefold CD with art prints send out. So I did it, sent it out as a little art package at the end of last year. But it's actually, funnily enough that we're talking, it's going to be officially released this coming Friday on all digital platforms, uh, which is great. It would be uh, great to get it out, you know, into the world. Um, and you know I suppose with that there's only so much you can do obviously you know it would be great to be able to tour it around us even a small bit but you can't really do anything like that at the moment um, so what I'm trying to I've had a good bit of radio play on a couple of the singles that I've had out from it so far so I'm just hoping to try and see if I can push it a little bit more stateside really you know and um get some airplay over there, uh, hopefully, and um, sort of do a little bit of post and packing now and sending it out to a few places in America is my big thing, I think. I'd like to try and push it over there, you know, yeah. because it's... Sure how it goes. Well, yeah, it's got that connection and things, you know. So I've, I've made a video. I spent the last lockdown, last month of lockdown here making a little promo video for it. Um, so... That will be going up on YouTube this Friday as well with the release, and you know, uh, just let it bubble. Then really let it roll away and just get writing again. Really, I need to back that up with a second album. I think somehow, you yeah. know, so get moving. That'd be cool. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, download the digitals. Beg your pardon. I'm just telling everyone to get, make sure they go check out the digitals. Oh. And yeah, for sure, yeah. So it'll be up on Spotify on Friday the 19th, which is this Friday, isn't it, I think? Yeah. This Friday, yeah. Um, and probably YouTube, because I think they do that now. They link in with Spotify, and everything seems to get thrown up onto YouTube anyway. So, um, yeah, and that's it. Just I, I think the big thing is to try and see if I can get traffic to Spotify. Yeah. To listen to and it seems to be the way the world is it's the way things are going isn't it really it's all digital now isn't it yeah yeah so um yeah we all need to be tech tech wizards do, we do. yeah that's it yeah yeah so but you know it was seen a long old road to be honest i i won't lie it's taken um a few years to complete i funded it all myself so um just takes it out of you just making not an easy process no yeah it takes it out of you yeah and it might just the creative but then you're trying to 
piece it together like a jigsaw. Um, the album itself, you know. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, yeah. I'd be looking forward to a bit of a rest in the summer and a play at the beach. Beat up and just relax for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been uh, it's been uh, great fun talking to you and uh, finding more about find out more about you and your music and everything else. So, fantastic. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me. It's really great. Thanks a million for setting it up and letting me talk on your show and um, continued success. I wish to both of you and yes, yeah, great, great what you're doing. Hope you get many more people to the interview. Yep, we'll keep going. <laughs> hope we can all get through COVID and we yes. might at the end. Come out stronger. Come out stronger we might, yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.